How do you feel good, sir, knowing that in just a couple of weeks, you'll be going to Korea for a long period of time to work? So I've actually asked myself this question a lot. A part of me feels indifferent. Yeah. Um, like a part of me is viewing this as just a job. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go there, do my work, come back, and that's it. Um, and a part of me also feels like the gravity of the situation hasn't hit me yet. <laughs> In terms of what? Being like, so far away? Yeah, being so country. far away from my family and from like my friends and stuff. I mean, this is definitely like mitigated by the fact that like I'm going with people I know, like that's a true. close friend of mine, you know. So it'll be all right. I mean, I, I guess I'm excited for the most part. You know, it's a new opportunity. You get to see some people, do some things. Uh, great experience career-wise. I don't know. See, I, I feel like we've talked about this in the past podcast before. Mm-hmm. I, the one that comes to mind is like the would you leave your family for like yes. 10 mil. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm okay kind of being without my family, seeing them and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't know this, this isn't like a, a massive change. Yeah, before I was... Yeah. Before I was, you know, 600 miles away, now I'll be like 1,500 miles away. Yeah. You know, difference is, it's a big difference in mileage, but like, it's still, I'm not around. Right. So, I don't know. I'm excited for the most part. There's a lot of good ass food, a lot of things to do and see. Just hope the work doesn't really suck too much. That would suck. That would really suck. You'd be like, damn, so many miles away without my friends and family, and also this work sucks. But, you know, I'm trying to go into it with like a positive outlook. Yeah. So I've actually been wondering about this now. I'm going to ask you, do you think you could ever do something like this? It it depends. Um, so you're going, how many people will you know there once you get there? Like personally know? Yeah. Three, two. Okay. Two. Because I feel like if there, I, like I think I wouldn't be able to do it on my own. Obviously we've discussed how important my friends and family are to me and like how I kind of need that support base in order to make like a big decision like that. But I, I feel like if it was, like, a good opportunity for me, like, career-wise, and it was, ex- like, exciting. Like, that's exciting. You fucking going to Korea. Like, like there's a, a film crew who were going to shoot in Korea for God knows what reason. And uh, there was two people that I knew, like, solid people from, like, my college years. And they were like, oh, David, we think you'd be the perfect editor. Can you come along with us? I'd be like, yeah, fuck, maybe. Because... When else am I gonna be gonna be able to say like yeah. I'll have the opportunity to to go and do something like that? So I think I would be able to go, especially if if there was with the caveat of you know one or two people that I did know going, because like I've been thinking about that's an awesome and amazing career move on your part. Not not even just for your career, just to do in general. Yeah, and um, it makes me think of like, damn, what am I doing with my life? But if I ever did have that opportunity, I mean, I just had the opportunity to actually officially be a video editor, podcast editor, and um, I could do that shit remotely. So I would have no issue with still being able to do the shit that I still do now. I'm just somewhere else. As long as I have, like, a few people to keep me grounded, I think I'd be fine. See, I think it's, there's some parallels because, like, I feel like in both of our careers, it's very, who you know is a massive factor. Yeah. Like, I only got this position because of I, I know somebody mm-hmm. that knows somebody. Right. And I'm sure it's the same with, like, stuff like in your field. Absolutely, 100%. That's how it is. Yeah, a part of me is also kind of... So, you know me. I am i don't like to take a lot of risk when it comes to, like, serious things like my career yeah. or stuff like that. And, and to me, this whole trip to Korea, this whole, like, position I took... 
It's probably one of the most riskiest things I feel like sure, I've done. Yeah. Um, because you're moving from that stable, secure yeah. work environment. Like I, I know, like exactly where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, it's super stable. Like even during COVID, when the airlines were getting like massively hit, my company didn't lay off a single mechanic. That's pretty fucking amazing, you yeah. know, from this industry point of view that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like a big risk. I feel like on my end leaving something stable and secure that I know I could potentially have like a retirement position at yeah to something that I know is going to be a like dedicated like short term thing you know like where I'm going to come back in like X amount of months and not have a job here right have to reapply and look for one but I don't know man that that's the one thing that really irks me and freaks me out I've seen like my fuel start opening back up right now and mm-hmm. like positions start going live and like even my company's hiring a ton of people yeah so i'm just kind of banking on finding something might there. being able yeah. to go back after the contract ends that will mean like i'd like to not go back to where i was you know i want to kind of yeah move know, up the yeah the ladder yeah no that makes sense i i never really thought about things like that until recently until i got this this video editing gig that i just like barely got because like i was trying to do the math in my head and thinking like can i afford to like quit working my like mundane nine to five job that i don't care for and just live off working on this remote job which is exactly what i want to be doing with my life and it's like working as like an an editor for like a podcast or for a company or whatever that could end any day like the person i'm working for just decides yeah i can't afford this or i don't want to do this it's like, well, yeah, that I'm not like working like for a company. I just have this freelance contractor position. And what does that mean legally and like financially for me? But ultimately, I think no, like, these are the risks I do have to take further down the road in my career, like working for people, knowing that I, I might not have like a secure, stable job because I'm doing the work that I want to be doing. Yeah. And what does that mean for me in the future? I don't know. These are questions I never really thought about because this is like my first time landing something like that. It's interesting stuff. To, to think about that I yeah. really hadn't thought about before. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we're both, we, we both know each other for so fucking long at this point. We both know each other in high school and like, yeah. I feel like to a certain degree, maybe we both feel like we're still in those days sometimes. I think that's true, yeah. You know, we're like, nothing, you know, nothing's really important right now, like, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. But it's like, when you really come down to where we're both nearing 30. I know. You know? I don't like that at all. It's like, I never thought in my life like a major factor for picking like a, a, a company to work for would be like health benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after dealing with my current company and the health benefits, I'm like, uh, fuck, you know, because, yeah. you know, when I was like 18, 19, I had a job at um, a giant yeah. conglomerate company and there was like a 401k that I had. And I remember, like, at that age, when I quit that job, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to pull that money out and it will, like, blow it on something. Yeah. Now we're, like, you know, I'm at my current job and I have, like, a little amount of money mm-hmm. in my 401k. I'm like, fuck, I got to keep that in there and yeah. make sure, like, it keeps growing. Like, I can't touch that at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's it's weird. It, it's just, um, it's growing old. Yeah, man. Fuck. It's like, when we get these positions, it's not only just about the position in and of itself, it's, like, how it affects our potential future that's like crazy that's how we are i mean a lot of people we know are becoming first-time homeowners um, mothers wives husbands you know just at this point of our lives where it's like yeah we're starting what we wanted our lives to be what we thought it was going to be 
when we were in high school. You know, yeah. we're there now. That's weird to think about. I don't like thinking about it because I don't think I've done a lot with my life. But I'm sure there are a lot of people, especially even people who that we know who probably feel the same way. Yeah. Who really ever figures it out what they're doing? We're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Sometimes like, I miss those days in high school. Maybe not uh, high school in and of itself, but like how much easier things were back then. Yeah. And the lack of responsibility. So now it's like every decision I make, it's like, well, fuck, how does this affect my future moving forward? Yeah. Or like back then, it's like, well, yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> we, whatever. Yeah. No, I feel like I definitely miss those days. Yeah, like you said, not really a care in the world where it's just like, you know, whatever, just get through class, mm-hmm. get through, like, you know, whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. And hang out with friends mm-hmm. now it's like alright I gotta go do this and I gotta go do that and I gotta go over here and I have to go get my blood work done cause fuck it you know? yeah yeah. and it's like oh, fuck yeah fuck it is like this whole COVID year really tripped me up I've hopped around from a couple of different jobs uh, menial jobs that don't really have anything to do with my field of interest and like the reason I've hopped around so many of them is because it's like yeah I don't have an interest in it I want to be doing video editing audio editing stuff and as I was doing it it's like yeah whatever jobs a job a job a job a job a job now it's like well how many more of those can I afford to do actually like before it's like no I have to financially I have to stay at this one place even if I'm not doing what I want to be doing because I need to financially stay afloat like I need to be thinking about you know me and my girlfriend you know if she ever decides to move in if you ever decide to get married if you ever decide to have a kid i need to make sure that i have that money saved so that we can do these things that we want to do yeah i mean it's good though that like you're thinking about your future like yeah. that because like I, I don't mean this in any sort of like negative disrespectful way you've never really struck me as a sort of dude who thinks too far into the future like, you have like a very vague end goal mm-hmm. in your mind and then that's it no, and that, that has been an intentional on my part because um, I feel like I once had a, like a set plan that where I wanted to do and then once all that shit crumbled in front of my face, I was like, well, then what's the point of even making specific goals if you never know what life's going to throw at you? Yeah. And, you know, there are pros and cons to having that kind of perspective, but no, I, I totally see that, yeah, that is the kind of mindset that I have had for the past few years, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know how the song actually goes. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts before you went away in a couple of weeks because I don't know when specifically I would uh, post this like online. So you could just have uh, you know like a little time capsule. Yeah. When when you're finally out there, you can come back, listen to this episode, and remember kind of the feelings and the thoughts you had before being. As I lay in my bed sobbing, <laughs> because this was the worst mistake I made in my fucking life. <laughs> Hopefully, it won't be that. Hopefully, it'll be like, damn, younger Ivan, he was, he was scared or indifferent, and now it's like you're doing good, you're doing well, and you're glad you took that job. Yeah, like, oh, like base best case scenario in my head right now is like I'm okay out there. Like it's like yeah. I show up, I go to work, and I'm like, all right, this is cool. I'm pretty bored, but that's it. Yeah, you know. Shout out to my Instagram page. If you uh, if you want to follow along on my adventures in Korea, I uh, so I've actually been like thinking about the idea of doing like a travel blog or a blog mm-hmm. in general. Although I'm not very interesting enough to do that. Yeah, originally I wanted to do one on uh, national parks I go visit and like the camping I do because I've been trying to get more and more out there. 
obviously I can't do that now because I won't be in the states for a fucking yeah. you know extended period of time. Uh, so I made one instead about the adventures or fucking horrible time I have in Korea. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow along, check it out. It's on Instagram. It, the username is uh, burnt underscore in underscore Korea. Burnt in Korea. Burnt in Korea. So because it's gonna be burnt in Korea. Exactly. Check it out. Hit me up in Korea or something. I don't know if we have any Korean listeners. I I know that we don't. We don't. And I know we never will. But maybe we will if you're going to be out in Korea and if we still do recordings out there. Yeah, maybe you could tell some people out there about the podcast and they'll listen. I don't want to embarrass myself. In the I understand. I totally understand. I didn't, I definitely told my employer when uh, they they hired me, like, oh, you've done podcast audio work before? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, do you mind sharing? I was like, no. You don't, you don't want to listen to this. You got to have a specific taste, I think, to... Listen to our podcast. There's a certain level of intelligence well, that's... you need to have to enjoy <laughs> our podcast. Well, I think this this is one of the reasons why I like how we record this audio in general. Because I feel like our like first podcast with like commentary tracks, we kind of did it with like trying to grow an audience in mind. Whereas opposed to like what we do now, it's just conversations between you and me. Yeah. And I think that's just a lot more fun. Because I'm able to listen to these a lot more easier than I'm listen, yeah. able to listen to, like, our Ghost in the Shell commentary track. Yeah. Like, fuck that. I would much rather remember what we said on would we stick something up our ass for a million dollars or some shit. I mean, it's just yeah. stupid, fun conversation. No, I totally get that because there's not a single question we've, like, discussed here where I'm like, this isn't something that we would be saying, like, in my truck, going to get coffee or, like, to fucking run errands or something. Exactly. This is all, like, just conversations we would have normally. Yeah. And we have a ton of those conversations outside of the podcast. And, yes. like, a part of me is like, fuck, I should record that. But part of me is also like, I really want to know <laughs> we could do this dumb shit. <laughs> right. And when enough time passes, we usually re-ask each other yeah. the questions anyway. So that's absolutely fine. It's fun. It, it, it's weird to think about. This will probably be our legacy, Ivan. Like, this will be <laughs> what people remember us for. But they'll be able to see us for our true selves. Like, this is how we are. We talk about this stupid, dumb shit. Or it's, they'll yeah. see us for who we really are, and that's garbage human A bunch beings. of stupid assholes just talking wild shit. I can live with that. Yeah, that'll be all right. That'll be fine. That's all right. You know what I'm not fine with? Hmm. Not having Titanfall 3. Fucking cowards. I need Titanfall 3. Make Titanfall 3. EA, fuck you. I don't care if Ivan's in Korea. Just release it. Fuck it. I don't care if I'm in Korea either. Release it. I'll fly back to the States just to pick up a copy. Fuck them. <laughs> Would you not be able to play out there? I don't know. Are you going to bring your Xbox? No. Yeah. Bring the Switch, though. Yeah, that's probably good. You're going to need some time to kill. Yeah, that. I don't know. I feel like... Um, fuck, now we're going back in serious conversation. Yeah, I'm mean, fucking... Um, I feel like I don't want to bring too many like comforts from home like that. Uh-huh. Like an Xbox to like, eat away time. Because that's what I do now. Like When I'm trying to switch back over the nights, you know, I play Xbox, mm-hmm. whatever. I want to not have an excuse to not go out there and experience oh, okay. Korea. Sure. And I know that sounds like super douchey and hipstery, but... But, I mean, no, it's true. Also, it eats away to a lot of fucking luggage space. That's true. And that shit costs money. That shit costs money. Hell yeah. And a Switch don't take up that much space. No, it don't. Not at all. I'm not gonna lie, the only reason I bring the Switch is because I think Drunk Mario Kart would be fun. And it would be. Who doesn't enjoy a good Drunk Mario Kart? Exactly. Everyone enjoys Mario Kart. 
Moral of the story from this entire question is bring back Titanfall. Or make Titanfall. Yeah, make Titanfall. The rest of this conversation is irrelevant. Make Titanfall. There's an audience. There's definitely an audience for it. Clearly, we exist. It's not just me and him. No, we're we're out there. Go to Titanfall subreddit. People are willing to give up their their children for this. Yes. Including me. I mean, I'd give up at least 60 bucks. I I feel like that's a lot coming from me. That is true. I don't have a lot of money. Like, <laughs> you, you just don't buy games, new games in general. I don't buy new games. No. I might have to buy a new console. When, what like was the last game. new game you physically bought? Like, brand new game that just released? Uh, Untitled Goose Game. No, no, like, I mean, like, a, a big, like, the last studio made, big... like, giant. Fuck me. I have no fucking idea. Mass Effect Andromeda is the last big game that I played. However,. I only played it because it was free with the EA Pass on uh, the Xbox store. I didn't pay a goddamn cent to play that game. And um, I had a much better experience because it was free. Because I didn't mind all those glitches because I didn't I didn't pay for it. Meanwhile, I did buy Mass Effect Andromeda at release. And, and you did were upset. not have a good time. Yeah, not a lot of people did. I remember playing the game like, why did so many people hate on this game? And then I have to remember, oh, I didn't buy it. <laughs> so the, the last big game that I bought, man, the last one that comes to mind is Destiny. Like, that one for a fact. I bought it. I pre-ordered it, so it was there. I was ready to play at launch. I remember you being so angry. I was completely fucking infuriated and disappointed. That kind of did sour my taste in games for a long time. Uh, since then, I've only like played games that I've borrowed from other people or that are on you know retail, um, you know half price or whatever, or like for free on the Game Pass. Like the next game I'm probably gonna play is Skyrim, which is fucking so old. And again, it was free to download, so I just downloaded it off the Xbox Store, and that's just another free game that I'm gonna play. So when I say I want Titanfall 3, you know I mean that shit. I want Titanfall. You know that I fucking want it. Like, if there was a Kickstarter yeah. to make Titanfall 3, and they were like, yeah, if we raise enough money, like, we'll do this, and there was just $1,000 left in the Kickstarter. You'd be like, fuck it. And, like, one minute left before, like, the timer runs yeah. out, I'll be like, I know what I have to do. <laughs> it's my destiny. Yeah. It was made to do this. I'd regret it. Probably at the time. But once you finally get to play it, you'd be like... I didn't need to drop a thousand dollars on this, but I'm glad I have this. I'm glad I have this. <laughs> all right, we're done here. All right, all right. I hope you have fun in Korea, bud. I'm gonna miss you. It's been a long day without you, my friend. But I'll tell you all about it when I see you again.